BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. There was some good news released last night. They have surpassed 500,000 signatures in trying to get on the ballot the recall of the L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon. Just two weeks ago, they hit 450. Two weeks later, 500. They have to get to 567,000 plus a margin for signatures tossed out. So with about a month to go, it's really looking good, but got to finish the home stretch. So recall dagorgegascon.com. Well, uh, we have the Sacramento County District Attorney. Uh, she's got the same job as Gascon, but in Sacramento, and Marie Schubert, and she's running to become California Attorney General against the incumbent Rob Bonta. The uh, election is Tuesday, the primary. Uh, there are other candidates as well. She's listed as no party preference, basically independent, uh, not listed as a Republican or Democrat. And uh, that's a good thing. And uh, yeah, we picked her out. She's on our voter guide. And we've decided that she's the real focus candidate among all of them on simply public safety. She uh, really, really has the right approach on the issues that matter with real criminal justice. So let's get her on. Anne Marie, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, you guys. I appreciate it very much. You know, since um, we, the announcement came out in the last 24 hours that they're over the half million mark for the Gascone recall, it looks like Chesa Bodine might go down two to one uh, in San Francisco, the recall of the DA there. Uh, is this, are we in a year that's it's a turning point where much of the public has had enough of this progressive nonsense? Well, I definitely think we're at that point. I mean, you know, I was thinking today about when Gascon left San Francisco and the police association issued a press release saying we pray for the citizens of Los Angeles County and exactly what was predicted is is coming to, to fruition. And so we're at that point now. I mean, let's be honest, Bonta is the soulmate of Gascon. And we've got to recognize that and we've got to realize that this is not the life we want to be living. 
I, and, and speaking of Bonta, the incumbent attorney general is appointed by Newsom. His name is Rob Bonta, used to be in the assembly. He's running these odd ads, and I'm sure you're aware of them, Anne-Marie, where yes. he seems to be pushing voters towards one of the Republicans on the ballot. Most think that that's an attempt to try to nudge you out from finishing first or second. Dev, do you have any take on that? Well, absolutely. I mean, I find it so hypocritical that they're funding ads, you know, a lot of money to kick out me, kick out Schubert and get the weakest, what they probably believe is the weakest Republican. And, and the reality is to me is we've got to make a decision on whether we're going to support someone that can beat him in November or watch him stay in office. And, and, you know, for me, I'm just the real deal. I'm a real prosecutor. I know what I'm doing. I'm incredibly grateful for your support, support of the DA's associations all across California, including your L.A. DA's, by the way, who, you know, kicked Gascon to the curb yet again today. Um, so very, very proud of the work they're doing there to, to take back Los Angeles County. Talk about the main differences between you and, and Rob Bonta, because people give a lot of deference to an incumbent, even one who was appointed, not elected. But Bonta is not a well-known figure. Uh, he, he rarely gets in the news. I bet you most people don't really know what he is, that he is another, he's out of the Gascon Chesa Bodine school. Uh, talk, talk about he's a, the being. He's a politician. I mean, he's a politician who has never been a prosecutor. He's, I almost laugh because he's got a, an ad now looking like he's coming out of a courtroom. And I'm like, okay, you'd never actually been in one. But he, if you think what's happening in Los Angeles and San Francisco is a good thing, then Bonta may be your guy because he follows that same. He's championed many of those policies uh, that Gascon has adopted, that Bodine has adopted. He is, you know, he acts like he's tough on gun violence, yet he votes and time and time again to reduce accountability for guns and things like that. So he is, he's quite the polar opposite of me. Listen, I'm a real prosecutor. I've been in the courtroom. I've grown up in the system. Um, I believe in accountability. I believe in rehabilitation. But we are at a crossroads in this state, and we have to make a decision on where do we want our state leadership, your chief law enforcement officer. Who do you want that to be? Do you want that to be a career politician who has championed the dismantling of the system and supports those things that Gascon does? Or do you want a real prosecutor to step into this fight and bring back California to a balanced system, to something that, you know, to end this chaos, as I often say. Can, can you explain, not that there's any logic to this, but this is one I've been struggling with. Uh, but there, there's much gun talk these days right after all the shootings. Uh, somehow right. get, get the guns off the street. But then when criminals get arrested for their gun crimes, uh, Gascon and his crowd don't want to charge them with gun enhancements, which would greatly lengthen their sentence. So I don't understand being gun control oriented, anti-gun, and you finally get somebody arrested for using a gun in a crime and you don't want to give them the gun enhancement charge. What 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 I don't what is that? That's just the ideology that they want to, you know, decarcerate people, pro-criminal policies. I mean, here's the reality is that we have, you know, individuals in our community that drive violent crime okay we've got to fund law enforcement as opposed to what bonta types support which is defunding we've got to give them the tools they need to go out and get these people that are the most dangerous people which are the gang members the convicted felons who should not have guns we need to make sure when they're arrested that we actually use the tools we still have 
And for goodness sake, we shouldn't let them out of prison early when we send them because they've got long records. And Bonta is defending that. Gascon is trying the best he can from within that office to dismantle the system and to really, really just ultimately try to let people, more and more people out that are dangerous. And they don't seem to care what happens? When, when you let all those prisoners <laughs> out, I mean, they, they commit a lot of crime. I mean, it's clear. Well, since COVID, I mean, just to give you a number, 27,000 inmates have been let out of prison since COVID. That's just prison. That's not the jails. I mean, think of that tsunami of things coming together that we're having. We're having zero bail, so the catch and release. We're, we're not holding people accountable. Now we've got corrections that wants to let them out after a third of their sentence. I mean, at what point are we going to realize that this is just not a good thing? And then people are shocked that every night in the news, there's a whole parade of crime stories, smash and grab robberies at jewelry stores, people getting uh, you know, getting held up in their cars, people getting robbed walking out of restaurants and clubs. I, 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 people don't see the connection between the two. If you let the prisoners out, this is what the prisoners do at night. Well, I think people are starting to realize that. I mean, listen, we have a violent crime problem, not just across California, across this country. But the, the question, the dip, when you say what's the difference between me and Rob Bonter and George Gascon, I'm not going to have some dude tattooing his, my name on his forehead, right? I'm going <laughs> to respond the best of my ability, and I'm going to hold that person accountable. I'm not going to do everything in my power to, to twist the law, to try to help the criminal versus actually standing up for public safety. I mean, that's what Gascon is doing. That is what Bonta is doing. And that's where folks, I hope, I mean, you never... You know, people oftentimes don't realize the implications until they're personally affected. Well, now the good, the good people of L.A. are rising up. My goodness, look what's happening. Cities are saying we don't have confidence. You know, recall 500,000 people have signed a petition to remove their district attorney. That's historic. That's historic. And that's because he is failing in public safety, utterly failing. And Rob Bonta is exactly the same as George Gasco. All right, Anne-Marie, it's good to talk with you, and good luck next Tuesday in the results in the primary. Anne-Marie, so all right, at the website is annemarie4ag.com. Anne-Marie Schubert, thanks for talking to us. All right, thanks so much. All right, we got more coming up. We'll be talking to the Orange County DA, Todd Spitzer. He's running for re-election as Orange County DA, but he had this task force, speaking of crime, AB 109 was passed in 2011 when Jerry Brown was governor. We, we think it started this real cascade, which led to uh, Prop 47 and Prop 57 through 2014 and 2016. But AB 109 was first. We call it the prisoner dumping bill. We'll explain again what it is, but they had a task force study the impacts of AB 109, a crime impact task force, and they arrested over 400 people. We'll talk about it uh, after 5.30. John and Ken, KFI. All right, we'll be talking to another DA after 5.30. That's the Orange County DA, uh, Todd Spitzer. Uh, he has a crime impact task force that studied AB 109, and it has resulted in over 400 arrests, dozens of firearms seized. It's a three-year period for this. It was an undercover effort, including investigators, police officers, probation officers, uh, under the jurisdiction of the Orange County DA. He will talk about this at AB 109, of course. Stands for Assembly Bill 109, passed in 2011. It was another way to empty the state prisons. 
by turning these people over to local jurisdictions if they committed any kind of new crime or parole violation, probation violation. Then it was up to the counties to do something so, with them, and that's been a disaster. And I'm assuming the, all these people they arrested for all these crimes were once in state prison and they were let out? I believe they were benefitors of AB 109, yes. I think that's what you're going to find out. All right. Well, that's what we'll have Todd Spitzer on after the— I think that should be your first question. That's the first question. Back to the L.A. County District Attorney, George Gascon. We mentioned already that they have surpassed 500,000 signatures collected by L.A. County registered voters to put a recall on the ballot in November. They need to reach over 600,000 signatures because they have to have a margin of error. Signatures will be tossed out. They have until July 6th to do this. The other big thing that happened today, and this is a good one, and we have to again thank the L.A. County Association of Deputy District Attorneys, for which, what was it, 98% who voted, voted in favor of the recall of their boss? Yes. Something like that. It was 98%. They successfully went to court, and they got a judge to put an injunction on Gascon because one of his directives was not to pursue three strike cases. Well, the three strikes law passed in 1994. Uh, So that's the law of the land. Well, when this judge slapped an injunction on Gascon, he turned around and he appealed. And today the decision came down from a California appeals court that upholds the injunction. George Gascon cannot be a sovereign. He does not have absolute unreviewable discretion to decide which laws to obey and which laws to disobey because I am the king of L.A. County as the D.A. when it comes to criminal prosecution. They can't do that. They said it directly in their ruling. Uh, The district attorney overstates his authority. He's an elected official who must comply with the law, not a sovereign with absolute unreviewable discretion. Yep. These, by the way, these three strikes uh, cases were serious violent felons. Serious violent felons. Yeah, this, because it just results in more jail time and prison time, and that's what he's against. This, so all of his directives were about trying to end prison time or extended prison time. That's what he tried to do when he took over. This, Immediately. This thing double-passed in 1994 because the legislature passed three strikes, but then there was Prop 184 that passed three strikes so that the legislature could never undo it. Yeah, it requires nope. defendants convicted of a new felony to serve twice the normal prison time. If they were convicted of a felony after two or more strikes, the law mandated they serve at least 25 years in prison to life. So it's been many that have tried to undo it, but it has stood up over time. It's been 28 years. It's one of the reasons that everybody was bragging a few years back about the low crime rates. We know that. Absolutely. That's why you had low crime rates for a long time, because the worst guys were put into prison for uh, for a long time or forever. And that's the way. And as soon as we start doing that. Uh, you know, they're going to be running stories about rainbows and unicorns on the news every night. Uh, one of the warriors in the effort to unseat George Gascon is an L.A. County deputy D.A. named John Hatami, who told Fox News when George Gascon took office, he dictated blanket policies, ignored the law, disregarded evidence and facts, abandoned victims and ordered his prosecutors to remove provable strikes. Also, special circumstances, allegations and enhancements. George didn't do that because of public safety or to reform the system or even because it was the right thing to do. He did it because of his own dangerous political beliefs. Mm -hmm. And I think that was well said in this quote. Yes. 
That, from that's John it. To Tommy. That, that sums up Gascon, and dangerous is the hey, word. This is like you've heard those weird religions where they sacrifice children or sacrifice animals in ancient times. That's what this is. Yeah. It's 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 an intense religious like cult belief in something that has no logic, no rational thinking behind it. It's just a, a feeling, an impulse, a belief. I hate that word, belief. Belief well, implies that you don't have any evidence of truth. It comes from the belief, but it somewhat is true by statistics, that our criminal justice system unfairly punishes disproportionately people of color. But that ignores the fact that the crimes well, are committed. If the crimes well, are committed, you can't just stand there and say, well, because it was committed, but you, you happen to be a person of color, no, we'll have to dismiss it. It's not unfair if they committed the crime. And there's no law that says you're going to have criminals equally distributed among all demographics. I mean, we don't have many women in prison, and nobody makes that argument that men are disproportionately sent Punished. to prison. That's <laughs> true. Right? I mean, no, I mean, nobody makes that argument. If you the argument instead is that the men are just inherently violent. Well, yeah. because they are. Men are inherently violent. <laughs> and and I, I've yet to see anybody say, well, you know, we need to put more women in prison in order to balance things out. What are you talking about? Well, or the other argument, we need to release more men because they're being punished disproportionately. Well, that's basically what we're doing. We're releasing, in most cases, men. In fact, right, but the I argument here is men of color are being I, disproportionately See, I don't look punished. at color. I look at what they do. When I see on the news six guys busting up a jewelry store, I see six guys busting up a jewelry store. Yeah, I know. You can't, Me too. You know what? A lot of times you, you couldn't tell anybody's color anyway. They got ski hats and masks on. Well, then you go one step back. This crowd believes that our whole system, the history yeah. of our entire country, yeah. is biased. Uh, you know what? And I, these guys uh, came into life with uh, the odds stacked uh, against uh, them. I'm sick of their fantasy interpretations of the world. It's really worn out and tired. They're wrong. They've been proven wrong. Enough of these people. I'm not spending the rest of my life arguing with crazy people. You, somebody commits a crime, you put them in jail. Then they can't commit another crime for a while. I, I, don't, I don't care what their color, their ethnicity, their, their gender, their anything. It doesn't matter. You commit the crime. I see guys on videotape stealing stuff from a jewelry store. Put them away for a while. Then they can't steal. I don't know what else to tell you. All right. We believe the downfall in California's criminal justice system began in 2011 with the passage of Assembly Bill 109. We call it the prisoner dumping bill. This is the idea to move people out of the state prisons, hand them over to the counties to deal with if they recommit crimes. Anyway, we'll be, having, we'll be talking to Orange County DA Todd Spitzer about all this coming up next. John and Ken, KFI. Tomorrow at 5.05, our guest is Rick Caruso. Well, you want to tune in? He could be LA's next mayor. We'll have one last chance before the big vote on Tuesday to talk to Rick Caruso, although I fully expect if he doesn't finish first, he'll finish second and be in the November runoff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, uh, it's, uh, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe people will wake up. Maybe they have aw awakened, uh, and rather than elect a tired old political hack aligned with Mike Bonin and George Gascon, uh, they'll, they'll vote for Rick Caruso and start, uh, making life better again. Cause only hope. the way, the way it's going now is absurd. Now, a lot of the trouble actually started over 10 years ago. 
2011. With I still the, remember the year. Assembly Bill 109. Oh, my God. You know, and it was bad enough on its own, but it unleashed a, a torrent of, of bad laws, bad propositions, propositions, right? Uh, all kinds of bad policies. And so now we've got thousands and thousands of ex-prisoners running around committing thousands of crimes. Everybody's going, I don't understand what happened. What happened? Why, why, who got it? Why, why are they smashing jewelry stores every night on TV? Well, um, Todd Spitzer is the Orange County District Attorney, and he's running for re-election, too, and you in Orange County ought to vote for him. Uh, we spend a lot of time on Gascon in L.A. County because he's a disaster. But uh, Spitzer does the right thing in Orange County, and hopefully he won't have any trouble uh, in the primary on Tuesday. Why don't we get him on here? Because he's uh, got an yeah, interesting... Yeah, to talk about this uh, AB 109 Crime Impact Task Force that started three years ago and the results. Todd, how are you? I'm great. Uh, thanks for having me on. I mean, what's the moral of the story? And I just think you hit the nail on the head, John. It's like, do people understand that the policies that get passed a decade ago have actual impacts on our day-to-day life? Like, you, like, do are people really surprised that criminals uh, who have gotten out early are doing the smash and grabs, the follow home robberies, the murders? You know, are they living on the street as our new homeless because you know they got out of prison and they can't get jobs and they just want to steal from us? So three years ago, when I, well, a little more than three years ago when I got elected, I saw this coming. And I said, wait a minute. So I appointed an undercover team of my DA investigators. I have 150 sworn uh, law enforcement officers that work for my agency. And I designated a group of them to work with other agencies in Orange County. And we specifically target these AB109ers who are high risk, because if you remember when 109 was written, in order to get these guys out early from prison and uh, put them in local county jail instead of state prison, they only look at their current offense. They don't look at their entire criminal history. But we do. And so we target them, we survey them, and we, you know, we, we do business. I mean, we, we get them. And we have taken guns off the street. We've arrested over 567 of these knuckleheads for new crimes, including attempted murder, stolen cars, 38 stolen cars, 426 new felonies, guns, assault weapons, military-grade weapons. Like, we are out there kicking, you know, some tookus, okay? We're out there doing our job to keep Orange County safe. Now, these task forces should be everywhere, but you think George Gascon would want to support anything like this? So how does the task force work? Uh, you were able to get the addresses of where hundreds and hundreds of former felons were living and somehow keep them all under surveillance? Like, practically, it seems like a really unwieldy type of operation. Right. So when, when these guys are sentenced instead of state prison, they're sentenced to county jail and they're let out on local community supervision, that is now supervised not by parole, but by probation department. So we have a partnership with probation, and probation knows who their high-risk supervisees, you know, the ones they're monitoring, they're parolees, but they're not on state parole, they're on local parole. They're monitoring, we know who these people are who are dangerous. So, for example... We had five L.A. Now, these were not people we supervised, but we had five L.A. criminals who were part of a burglary ring who were targeting expensive homes in Orange and San Bernardino. 
They committed 44 burglaries, okay? And we were all over them with the Sheriff's Department, uh, Buena Park Police, Fullerton, Anaheim. My task force is very malleable. So while we have a core group, we can work with any agency or jurisdiction to go after individuals who are targeting those communities. So we ended up arresting five L.A. criminals with long rap sheets. I mean, three strikers, other burglaries, and those kinds of things. And now all five of those guys are looking at 25 to life, 100 years in state prison. Like, those are exactly the people that should never get out of prison. There should be no rehabilitation because it doesn't exist. This whole fiction, right, that these repeat offenders, we should only look at their latest offense, we should coddle them. These are the people that are destroying our community, which is why Orange County is California's safest large county. And we need to do this in L.A. When we get rid of Chesa next Tuesday in San Francisco, when we eventually get rid of George, we can take back our communities. And I plan to help those DAs, those new DAs do that in their communities. It's a stunning report. As you said, 567 arrests. 10 attempted murder suspects, 38 stolen car suspects. You wrote about the massive amount of narcotics, enough fentanyl to kill hundreds of thousands of people, 55 firearms, six assault weapons. I mean, that is a huge haul, all people who used to be in state prison, and they got let out because of AB 109 specifically, right? Well, AB 109 and also the governor. I mean, look, the liberals and I mean, let me make two points. I think I was on when we talked about my fentanyl relationship. So now I'm cross-designating one of my prosecutors to work with the United States Attorney's Office. When somebody kills somebody because of a poisoning of fentanyl, I have to prove right intent to kill. Very difficult burden in the state court. But if I can prove in federal court under federal law that they furnished the pill and it had fentanyl, I can get 20 years to life for murder. Now I'm partnering with ATF. So I'm partnering with federal agencies who are out there kicking some major butt because the state legislature is taking away all my tools to protect the community. And then I have to deal with people like Gascon who are watering down every single tool we have or eliminating these tools to keep the public safe. But really back to that original point. When, when, when the legislature, when our policymakers, the people we elect, when they make these laws, it takes some time, and now you can see the devastating impact to Los Angeles as a result of Prop 4757 and AB 109. And the thing is, I just made a statement three years ago, very subtle. I didn't talk about it. I wanted to see how it worked with this undercover team. We are going all over California. We're going out of state. We are going anywhere and with whatever means it takes to get the criminals who are hurting people in Orange County and bringing them to justice. And our partnership with all the other agencies is fantastic. Like, look, one of the biggest things we all know, and you talk about this every day, is the lack of morale amongst law enforcement because people like Gascon and Chesa are always kicking their rear ends and they don't want to, the cops can't do their job. The cops are empowered to go out and arrest the bad guys and put him in jail for a long, long period of time. All right, Todd, good to talk with you again, and good luck on Tuesday. Thank you so much. Thanks for your endorsement. All right, the Orange County District Attorney Todd Spitzer doing what every DA should be doing, putting together a task force to check out the criminals who uh, benefited 
from Assembly Bill 109, the prisoner dumping bill. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Well, I saved the most important for the end of the show. I have not really been able to concentrate today trying to figure out how Amber Heard's going to pay Johnny Depp. I don't know how to. No, she's not. No, they're going to appeal because they have no choice. She doesn't have $10 million to give them. No. You know what? She's blown most of her money. Spends Look at a, you now. You're into the story. She spends in all kinds. Ah, I was just reading that. Well, the headline caught my eye that she couldn't pay. Lavish spending, it and, says. Mounting uh, legal fees. Like I said, I, I don't really know who she is. I, I don't know a single show or movie she was in. But I wondered how much money she had. Because when I heard $10 million, that's pretty stiff, even by celebrity standards. That, that's a lot of money. Most, <laughs> most well-known people don't have $10 million in cash lying around. The other uh, cool uh, criminal justice news today is that a man that once ran for president, didn't he, for a brief time? Michael Avenatti got another prison sentence today from a judge. <laughs> he got four years for stealing nearly 300 grand in book advance money from that wonderful Stormy Daniels, Trump's friend. Yeah. Um, he's already been convicted, so a portion of the sentence will be served concurrent to time he's already doing in a separate extortion case. That was the Nike case. Right. But the, he'll have to serve 30 months of the new sentence after he finishes the other extortion. She took, he took all of Stormy Daniels' uh, book money. They did? Yeah. And he's, he's, he's such a dirtbag. <laughs> oh, he was he... CNN's candidate. They, they had him oh, on, yeah. you know, 12 times a day, and they were constantly pushing him as presidential material. Oh, he became the face of Trump opposition. Yeah, I know. He had a fan club you wouldn't believe. I know. I remember he came to L.A. I think he came to West Hollywood, and people were all jamming into a club or a bar to see him. It was like, whoa. I told it you. It was the greatest thing ever to that crowd. I told you. I, I, I uh, saw him. Oh, in a restaurant. In a restaurant. He had 50. Women, no exaggeration. He was like Jerry Buss. Only saw two guys like this: Jerry Buss and Avenatti. Fifteen women at the bar, and uh, I went into the men's room, and he happened to be in there. And we kind of nodded at each other the way guys do, and go, "Hey, hey," you know. And then you know he went out back to the bar with the fifteen girls, just all gorgeous model types. Apparently, he blubbered a bit in jail. I thought he was pretty defiant with these cases, claiming I'm innocent and I'll prove that. But yeah. now he says I've destroyed my career, my relationships, my reputation. Yeah. Isn't it great? Guys like to see guys like him. How I'll ever recover for any semblance of a normal life or peace is now in doubt. Yeah. Good. Let him rot. Rot. Ah, uh, we got Conway here. Sorry, just rolled in. Are you guys talking oh, about Bill Handel? Handel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ding dong, ding dong. All right, um, we have. Uh, I'm doing a um, uh, a big car show this Saturday. We'll uh, we'll talk oh, about that with the LAPD. Indoor masking is returning. So I'd, uh, I'd, I'd I'm on Monday. I'd like to see both of you back with masks. Well, well, no, where'd not. you hear that? Ignore yeah. it. Uh, the county. Oh, it's a headline. Just ignore it. No, 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 no. Come on, Ken. We gotta get the mask going. It's nonsense. I uh, and 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 all those Rams games. You go to. I'd rather you be masked up for your protection. Nobody was last year or the year I before. Know, so I know. People got sick and died. Come on, the rules are made for your protection. <laughs> uh, L.A. County uh, is this conf- handle talking to me? <laughs> yeah, that's right. L.A. County has its first case of monkeypox. So uh, Mazel Tov. <laughs> right? Really? Yep. 
L.A. Cat yeah. story should go away too. I know. They, I, there's only 19 cases in the country for yeah, all the coverage. It's silly, yeah. it's silly. I know it really is crazy. It's a great word though. But the guy who has it, I, I saw he's wearing a mask. So <laughs> no. I wonder how he got it. Do we, do we have his name? So I know. Uh, you know. The, the, I don't think we do. Yeah, I don't think we do. You uh, run up there and pop him. Look, look for the guy with <laughs> pop his pus with the black pustules on his face. Oh, isn't no. there? Wasn't there a cable show where a, a woman pops the pimples? Pimple popper? Wasn't oh. there? Who would I, watch that? I, I, people watch. Watch it. It's huge, huge in the ratings. Oh, Pe- you know, it's not good to do that. That can make it. things worse. Wait, wait, pop your pimple. wait, Eric, I'm not lying, right? There's pimple popper? Yeah, it's like Dr. Pimple Popper or something like that. And and they and they show people getting their pimples popped. <laughs> yeah, it's oh gross. Oh, my God. Have you watched this? I don't know this? how people watch it. Uh, it's, a, it's a dinner. Sh- we were on dinner time. <laughs> we'll we'll just turn that on. <laughs> Brings the family together, huh? <laughs> you lose weight. I you sit there, you have a little uh, bowl of hummus. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> right. reminds you of pus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's what classic, hummus is man. like. Yeah. Uh, and then the airfare surged fifty percent uh, wow. for domestic and international. You got the news tonight. Although, although I went to Southwest Airlines today, they're running a huge special. You can get uh, uh, tickets for as low as forty-four dollars one way. Yeah, but where do they take you? Uh, Burbank to <laughs> a Covina. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Burbank to San Fernando. Okay. Uh, all right. And then I brought in my own lock. We're going to have a introduce a lock to the studio. A lock? Yeah. Okay. In case right? anybody goes crazy, you know. Oh yeah. Actually, Good point. To Deep keep gone. everybody out. Keep everybody out. Okay. I'm, not not for that. not so much for guys with guns, but sales. You're right. <laughs> Ding dong. Ding dong. Conway is yeah, next. Crozier's got Come the news. KFI. KOST HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Got menopause? We've got you. Hi, Jackie here, founder of ExoJackie. Feel supported throughout your menopause journey and beyond with our organic protein powders and symptom relief boosts. Formulated to keep bones and muscles strong, ExoJackie products help reduce bloating, hot flashes, and weight gain. Enjoy 20% off with promo code EXOPODCAST. Shop now at exojacqui.com. Made for women by women.